Um, and we've got a, another friend with us uh, who's a contributor to the Gray Zone, a special guest. Uh, Alex Rubenstein is in the house, and he's been covering this issue as well, more on the information war front. How are you doing, Alex? I'm well. How are you, Max? I'm hanging in there, man. I'm Wyatt. Just, What's up, Alex? Super stream. I'm doing this. I'm, I mean, I, we're, we're going for like five or six hours today. I'm going without any help from any methamphetamines. I've written four books without any stimulants other than coffee. I'm not wearing a diaper and I'm still here. So I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Leagues and bounds ahead of the, the rest of the class. Of, uh, <laughs> but for prominent real, like, journalists that cover war, you know, I feel like they're all like kind of amped up. I mean, I could, I could, I honestly, it would have, be hard to say no at this uh, point. How else is Michael Weiss going to operate 10 different NAFO accounts? <laughs> well, uh, let, let's talk about that. Um, and, and why we can, uh, someone has a good comment about you. Um, Rico, I don't know if you remember Rico Suave. He was like the first corporate Latino rapper introduced to the <laughs> American gringos. But, uh, anyway, you are in Mexico, aren't you? Yeah. Well, we're not, not going to quite tell. the Don Bass, but you know, all the NAFO trolls are concerned about my relations with the cartel. Okay. Well, you're talking about NAFO. Um, a lot of people who aren't like extremely online or, you know, either targeted by NAFO or the nerd ass members of NAFO uh, don't know what it is. So, so what are you talking about? Well, I'm going to try to stick to, uh, you know, what we've, what we've put out so far, because we have more coming, yeah. but uh, NAFO is basically, they call it an organic decentralized uh, operation or organization. Um, their modus operandi is to uh, just bombard anyone critical of the proxy war on Twitter, uh, make fun of them. You know, they place particular value on, uh, on Russian officials, diplomats, this kind of thing. But really anybody who, who questions the proxy war or says anything, I mean, you don't have to even directly offend, but uh, anything that's like counter to what the Ukrainian government and NATO is putting out, uh, they'll harass you and they, they have, uh, you know, tried to dox people, um, mass report, this kind of thing. It's a, it's a, it's an information operation, but what's critical about it is that it's an information operation on behalf of an organization, a fighting group in Ukraine called the Georgian National Legion. Uh, and this is a group that I've written extensively about for the gray zone um, over the past months, uh, because I feel that their role in on the front lines and in the information space is really overlooked by alternative media. Um, they, they are very important. Um, what happened at the beginning of the war was, you know, Zelensky opened the floodgates for foreign volunteers uh, to come and fight with Ukrainians. Um, but prior to the establishment of the International Legion, there was already an, a group called the International Legion, and that was the Georgian Legion. So it's not all Georgians. A lot of it's uh, Americans that have gone uh, that have gone over to Ukraine and fought. And some of the nastiest people uh, that I've go ahead, Max. Oh no. Uh, oh, I, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's some of the nastiest people, uh, fighting that I've encountered, including, uh, Craig Lang. He's, uh, first he, uh, tried to blow up his wife while he was in the U S army. Um, she, he caught her cheating on him. So he set out landmines outside of her apartment and tried to kill her. Uh, he got off easy because he had a mental illness. So he got out of jail and then went over to Ukraine 
in Donbass, and this speaks to the terror that uh, Wyatt has uh, uncovered and exposed uh, in the past month month or so. Um, he tortured. He 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 committed multiple war crimes. The FBI has video evidence of him uh, drowning a woman that was given actually amphetamines um, so that she would not pass out while she while she drowned to death, and that she would have to experience that uh, conscious. Um, so, uh, and, and then, you know, other war crimes too. I'm not, it's not all, all the information that the FBI has is not out, but, uh, there was that, uh, leaked report, which, uh, which detailed this, uh, drowning, um, after he left Ukraine, he came back to the United States and he wanted to go back to Ukraine. So what did he do? He, he, uh, set up, a like a Craigslist ad that he was going to sell his weapons and then when he found a buyer in Florida, he drove down there and he, he killed them and took their money. Um, and there's there's reports that he was uh, uh, that he went to Colombia to uh, and, and was armed by the government um, to try to overthrow the government of Nicolas Maduro in Venezuela and kill communists. Um, so he he is back in Ukraine where he's like considered a, a national hero, but he's not the only one. With the Georgian Legion, I documented multiple war crimes. Um, there was the video from Buka where uh, where they killed the captive Russian, shot him uh, close range, um, which is a war crime. And then there's two testimonies that I uh, obtained. One is from a guy named Benjamin Velcro, where he details uh, a, a suspected spy, 18 years old, for Russia. And so what do they do? They cut his Achilles tendon on his heel. And made him swim and while he swam they took target practice shots at him uh henry heft who i interviewed i was provided with a testimony that he gave which uh detailed how two people blew a checkpoint in the east near lavov not even like it i'm sorry in the west near lavov not not in the east not in the front lines where two people blew a checkpoint and were accused of being spies by the georgian legion so they put black bags over their head and took them into a basement and slit their throats. So this is this is the Georgian Legion. This is the organization, the the fighting group that NAFO uh, was launched uh, with the explicit purpose of uh, providing uh, funds to, um, because the yeah. uh, founder of of NAFO, Kama Camelia, uh, as he's known on Twitter, but uh, his real name is Kamil uh, Dashevsky. Uh, he described the Georgian Legion as uh, he described their reputation as uh, mercenaries and criminals and thought that that would preclude them from Western support. So he launched this NAFO operation to uh, get them weapons, get them body armor, that kind of thing. Well, we're going to talk about NAFO co-founder Dashevsky in a second, but I wanted to play that testimony that you mentioned, Alex. This is testimony by former members of the Georgian Legion who which is the main fundraising recipient of North of NAFO, the North Atlantic Fellows Organization, a troll farm that has been celebrated by the Washington Post, by Politico, by the Center for Strategic and International Studies. Uh, make sure your volume is up. And if you don't want to hear deeply disturbing uh, testimony uh, of torture and execution carried out by people funded by NAFO, then, uh, you know, close your ears. Sunday, Saturday, when the, they caught those two spies. Hmm. Caught, two Russian spies blew a checkpoint, shot their car up, black bagged them. Two of our dudes were downstairs having a cigarette. If 
fucking slit their throats in the basement of the fucking building. We don't even know if they were actually spies or people who We slid his fucking Achilles and we made him swim across the river to see if he could swim without Achilles' tendons. I don't know. He was about 18. I don't give a fuck. We made a lesson to him. We fucking cut his Achilles heels and we made him swim swim across the Severodonetsk River and he drowned. Or he was shot. We were all taking kind of like practice shots at him to see how well our shot was as he swam without Achilles heels. I don't know. Maybe your guys from these Siberian shitholes, they can't swim well. Either way, he's dead. I am not stupid enough to incriminate myself. Of course, those fucking Georgian Legion guys did that stuff because they're fucking Georgians and they're retards. You know where the fuck he was from? He was from somewhere in Central Asia. Central Asia or Central Russia. We've been told to take no prisoners. So a pretty harrowing testimony. Um, I have a, I guess, question for, for each of you. First, uh, Alex, you know, tell us about the Georgian Legion itself, not just the foreign fighters, but the Georgian warlord who is the head of this and his ties to the U.S. That would be uh, Mamula Mamolashvili. And uh, Wyatt, was any of this kind of barbarism described to you by people you met in Donetsk? Um, I'm going to jump off for 30 seconds, but Alex, if you want to go first. Yeah, so the Georgian Legion is led by a, a guy named Mamuka Mamulashvili. This is his fifth war against Russia. So, I mean, he was raised by a, uh, a military guy. Um, and fighting from a very young age, he's and, uh, at the end of the video we just watched, uh, Benjamin Velcro says that uh, we've been told to take no prisoners. This is exactly what Mumuka has said. He said it on camera in response to the video of the uh, field execution near Buka. Uh, Mumuka was asked about it and he, he said that we take no we take no prisoners. We won't take any Russians. Sometimes we tie their hands. I speak for the Georgian Legion. Um, and this is a guy who uh, was is a suspect in the uh, Maidan sniper massacre, what's uh, believed by leading academics in the field to be a false flag attack in 2014 on the Maidan Square, where these massive protests were happening uh, with U.S. support, uh, mostly for NGOs and, and, and for some of the hardline uh, groups there. Um, and I, I believe it was 49 protesters were killed uh, in this sniper attack. Uh, Zelensky himself has called it the most mysterious uh, case in Ukraine uh, history. Um, and there's no, there's no, there's nobody in jail for it. And Mamuka, uh, or specifically Georgian snipers led by Mamuka, are are prime suspects. Um, since that time, Mamuka has been to the U.S. on a, on, on a couple of occasions and met with quite a few um, Congress people. Uh, on foreign policy committees and and uh, taking uh, pictures outside the offices of a couple of critical uh, senators, uh, Gillibrand and Feinstein specifically. Um, more recently, he's been uh, very close with Adam Kinzinger. But, um, you know, I, I, I wanted to talk about uh, another guy in the Georgian Legion really quick, if you don't mind, Wyatt, uh, Paul Gray, because Paul Gray is still 
inside the Georgian Legion, while while as uh, Craig Lang is not. Uh, Paul Gray is a, uh, a veteran of uh, several neo-Nazi organizations in the U.S., including Atomwaffen Division, which is considered a terrorist group uh, by multiple countries. Um, really, like the kind of guy that, like, if you look at the history of the left of the past like four or five years, this is like, pr you know, prime evil. This guy, you know, he's like getting into all these uh, confrontations with leftists. Yeah, thank you, Max. Um, and I actually realized that he was in Ukraine. This is after I had already covered the Georgian Legion a bit, but I realized that he was in Ukraine because a, uh, you know, a, a journalist associated with Antifa, uh, wrote about it. And when I reached out to, um, that journalist, I was rebuffed when I reached out to the Southern Poverty Law Center, uh, which had also commented on this story, I was rebuffed because nobody wanted to, uh, associate this hatred that has brewed for the past four years for the far right on, among the left with what's going on in Ukraine now. So the left has totally ignored the story of neo-Nazis going over to fight with war criminals. Um, and, and this guy remains, you know, on the front lines with the Georgian Legion. Uh, they're getting all the positive press in the world and his, his uh, presence is uh, obscured and, or, or in the case of like Fox News, as we see here, uh, you can see his Georgian Legion patch uh, just totally embraced and celebrated as a hero. Yeah. I mean, Paul Gray was how, how many softball positive Fox news interviews was this member or, or um, activist with several us neo-Nazi organizations granted. And, and didn't the department of Homeland security issue a bulletin warning that figures like Paul Gray and Craig Lang formerly of the Georgian Legion would return to the United States with offensive weapons training with combat training. Yeah. They use that like DHS legalese where it's like uh, uh extremist group in parentheses, white supremacy. Uh, and they were concerned about keeping track of the, keeping tabs on these people really after they come home uh, under the potential fear that they might uh, bring their, uh, the, the things that they've learned, the lessons they've learned from being on the front lines against a major superpower to the streets of American cities.